Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello again, and welcome to 4Play Radio Sex Therapy. I'm your host, certified sex therapist Lori Watson, author of Wanting Sex Again, and blogger at Psychology Today and WebMD. And I have with me Dr. Adam Matthews, my co-host, who's a couples therapist, psychotherapist, and president of NCAMFT. 4Play is dedicated to helping couples keep it hot. Each episode, we cover an aspect of sex that impacts your sex life and something that you can relate to. So if you find our discussions helpful, please give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. We would love it if you would tell a friend about us. You can find us also on the web at foreplayrst.com. And if you have a comment or a topic that you'd like us to talk about, we'd love to hear from you. Please send them to us at info at foreplayrst.com. Thanks for listening. Now on to today's topic. Okay, today's episode, we are going to talk about anal sex. Really? Lori, <laughs> are we going to have this con- Are we going to have this conversation? We are going to have this conversation, Adam. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. I I'm just going to get it out of the way. I'm a little uncomfortable having <laughs> having this conversation. <laughs> But I will follow you into this minefield and all the emails that we are going to get. Right. But I, we've already gotten emails. We, we get emails about we anal sex. We ask all the time, yeah. right? So we thought we really need to address it. and I mean, Or get part, it out of the way. Part, <laughs> <laughs> so to speak. So to or, speak. Or partly, I mean, I think there's a lot of people who are listening are like, why are people, why is everybody talking about anal sex these days? I mean, because it's a huge topic. You see all kinds of articles on it. I mean, it's everywhere. And so why is it different now than, you know, 25 years ago? Nobody talked about anal sex 25, about 25 years, years ago. ago. No. I mean, this may be an unpopular opinion, but okay. I think it's because of porn. Yeah. I think porn has introduced the idea of anal sex into our culture in a way that men have really latched onto. Yeah. Right? I, I think you're right. I mean, th- that's not just... You're thinking that is what has happened. Yeah. I mean, the porn industry has basically shows anal sex as part of an integrated part of a heterosexual experience. It and used to be, you know, homosexual 
porn showed that, but heterosexual porn did not. And now it does. Almost every single porn film introduces anal sex as part of the whole routine. Yeah, and it's also showing women enjoying anal sex, right? Right. In a way that, right. I mean, in a way that any man would want their partner to respond to sex. And, and right? crazily, it's yeah. showing women having orgasms with anal sex. Right. Which, and, by the way, doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's some myths around that. I mean, in your blog post, you talk about that. I mean, tell what are the what are the yeah. stats that. So, so really, only about 2% of women actually enjoy anal sex. And there are some women out there who do, and a lot more women enjoy anal touching because there is erotic nerve endings around her anus that she might enjoy being touched there. But that doesn't mean she wants anal sex. Only about 2% really enjoy it, although maybe about 30-plus percent have tried it. Mm. And a lot of men tell me, you know, and I hear this all the time from men, well, she just doesn't like it because she hasn't tried it. Mm. i got to tell you guys, she knows if she wants to try it. (laughs) (laughs) And she really knows if she doesn't want to try it. Yeah. What you're saying is it's not a rejection of the man or a rejection of him. It's just it's a preference, right? And it's one that I think needs to be It's a preference, and if they've seen porn, they've been led to believe that – it's her preference, and it's so hot for her. Yeah, you know, and the, she you're really needs. The men. Yeah. yeah, the men think it's so hot for her, and that she just needs to, you know, expand her boundaries, and then she would really know about this great thing because he's seen all the stuff on porn that says she really, really likes it. And yeah. those are actresses. Yes, by the not, way, not real people. <laughs> they are actresses. Yeah, I, it's dangerous when we base what we think sex is supposed to be like on porn. I think it's something that I think we all can agree with. Like even even men that are involved in porn, I think, could agree with that statement with their head. But mm-hmm. it gets I think it gets in. It just creeps in. And slowly, like we begin to believe that that is what is supposed to be in a healthy sexual relationship. So we impose that expectation on our partner. And it, it's just it's just really dangerous and really faulty. To impose the expectation. We're yes. not saying anal sex is dangerous and faulty. Right, 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 right. I mean, sorry, we yeah. know some people really like it. Some people really think it, it is adds to them, and that's fine. And we would like to maybe help you. Let's say you do have a partner who wants to receive anal sex. First of all, it's not a night event. It's not mm-hmm. a one-night thing. It's like several months before a woman could receive that comfortably. So yeah. it's, I mean, you, you have to really, I'm going to say some really specific things here, but you have to work with her sphincter to get her to relax. And that takes months of introduction to this. What you see in the movies or in the porn films is a total lie. It just doesn't happen in one night. Right away. No. uh -uh. So it's a a slow introduction. So if it is something that that she would like and something that she thinks she would enjoy, it has to be done slowly and over time. Right. And I think the reality is the woman's rectum has a crook in it. So it's a little turn, and that's part of what makes it really painful for her, let alone the stretch. It's the little crook, and Mm -hmm. men do not have that. That's partly why – and men in homosexual sex have a prostate gland, and that's partly why it's enjoyable. It's straight. They have a prostate gland that does actually produce orgasms when it's stimulated. So we're talking about two wildly Wildly different different things. things. And I know men who are listening who are straight, some of them are like, you didn't need to tell us that part, but – but you know well, I think that it's is important the, to know because it's not right. Not, it's not. It's, it's, it's not, not analogous. Yeah. You know what? What a man feels and what a woman feels is not analogous. It's yeah. something totally different. So okay. So if you want it, and the other thing in porn is that these women are set up well. 
So oftentimes they have had an enema so that there's no fecal matter that's going to show. And real women, you know, often don't have enemas before they have sex. So what you're saying is it can be a messy experience. Yes, it can be very messy. Yeah. And so, I mean, be prepared for that and make sure she's prepared for that. And also make sure anything that touches the anus, anything that goes in the anus never goes in the vagina and basically is washed off before it touches any other part of her vulva because you're going to cross-contaminate with mm-hmm. bacteria. So that that is dirty. Yeah. That is something that really needs to be addressed. You know, any kind of sex toy that's touching both places, it, it can't – it can only go one direction. Yeah. You know, it can't ever come back into the vagina or near the urethra, which is how women get bladder infections, yeah. you know, with cross-contamination. There's a lot of thought that needs to go that go into that. And I think that's what we're saying is one of the major differences um, in what porn shows and what happens in real life is that you have to you have to have conversation about this. It has to be it has to be intentional. It's and not something you to have just to jump have into. permission. You have to have permission. You absolutely have to have permission. This is not a slip up. Yeah, like, this... Oops. Wrong. Wrong place. Yeah. That can never happen. Yeah. You know, because women would feel so violated. And I, I have talked to women whose husbands or boyfriends or whoever have done the oops thing, you know, and I mean, that that is tantamount to rape. Yeah. Really. You know. Well, and e- even bringing it up after you've you've initiated sex, right? That's mm-hmm. not the time to bring it up. No. Right? You need mm-hmm. to, this is something that you need to bring up beforehand. Y'all need to have long conversations about it. Talk about what it means, what Especially you have to do. unless you're both totally agreed. Right. And even if you're totally agreed, you need to recognize the difference between what you might have seen somewhere or what you imagine it's going to be like and what it's like in real life. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that, I think that's that, that, um, yeah. Go okay. ahead. Spit Let's, it out. Like, Anal sex. Anal se- I've said it several times, haven't I? I don't know. Go ahead. Uh, what were you going to say? Uh, I don't know now. I, I think it seems like one of those things that needs, you know, when you said both partners agree, even in that, I think that there's conversations. There's conversations mm-hmm. to have, even when both of you agree, because of all the things you just talk about, the time that's required, the thought that needs to be put into it to be clean and be safe. Right. And you know. more than likely, it's a conversation with one person, you know, the man often wanting to try it and the woman not because of her fear. And I think we should, you know, talk about why why do men want to try this? Like, what's mm. so exciting? Okay, first of all, they see it on porn. We know yeah. that. And they see women really enjoying it and they they think it's it's variety, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, it, again, it's a misplaced sense of what is going to bring pleasure, right? Mm-hmm. But there's also a sense that it is taboo, right? I mean, yeah. there's a, there is still a taboo nature, even if it's made its way more into mainstream, I guess, mainstream porn, if you want to say that. But there is an element of it that is, you're not supposed to talk about it, right? It, not like, supposed to talk about that. Witness my whole demeanor in this conversation (laughs) today, Uh, you know, like, and so there is something that's attractive about something that is taboo. Yeah, anything that's a little illicit, that's a little taboo or forbidden, I mean, that heightens our excitement about it, right? Mm -hmm. We're getting away with something. We're doing something that's naughty. We're doing something that I think that there's that childlike part of us that says, ooh, you know, something, something is off limits about that and I'm sneaking into it and so so there's kind of heightened adrenaline and there's and that often brings excitement yeah the taboo is just woohoo yeah the idea too that it is going to be more pleasurable 
than vaginal intercourse. Yeah, I think right? for men, right? There's, there's a that, sense. There's that. Is that a fantasy? Is that is that reality? I would say men often tell me they want to do it because they think it'll be tighter than the vagina. Yeah. And so that they will experience more pleasure. Well, I'm not a guy, so on this yeah. one, I'm not. Nobody has really said to me. Yeah, yeah, it's way more pleasurable for me as a man to do anal sex than vaginal sex. I've I've never you heard have, that. You never heard that. I haven't either. So, mm-hmm. I think the thrill is the taboo. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. I'm and the sense to say, that she's letting him go everywhere. I'm inclined to say that that's a fantasy. Mm-hmm. That it's something again that's that can stem from porn. That it's going to be mm-hmm. more pleasurable. Is that I mean? I think possibly there's the idea that it it might take your sex life to another level, right? That there's this level of <laughs> of of where you have reached, you know, that you that you've reached with, <laughs> with, with that. Uh, okay, we got to come right back because Adam's just like busting <laughs> up here. Um, you are listening to Four Play Radio Sex Therapy with sex therapist Lori Watson and. Couples therapist Dr. Adam Matthews. We'll be right back talking more about anal sex. Wanting Sex Again How to Rediscover Desire and Heal a Sexless Marriage by Certified Sex Therapist Lori Watson. Each chapter is designed to fix one of the problems that cause low libido, from early marriage, through the child-bearing years, even all the way through menopause. I've also had men read it and tell me that for them it was the most hopeful thing they read about resolving sexual problems. Look for Wanting Sex Again on Amazon.com. You can also talk to Lori Watson for therapy, in person or via Skype. I offer couples counseling and sex therapy, and I think about both aspects of the relationship, emotional intimacy and sexual technique and that combination together helps marriages be happy weekend couples intensives are also offered improve your sex and improve your relationship with awakening center for couples and intimacy find out more at awakenloveandsex.com awaken what's possible it is one of my great joys in life to be able to really help individuals and couples find strength in their relationships and really find hope again. Licensed marriage and family therapist, Dr. Adam Matthews from Matthews Counseling. I work with a wide variety of issues, including depression and anxiety, marital issues, issues with adolescence. I believe that therapy should be designed around you, that it should be personalized to who you are and to your unique situation. Therapy is available in office, online, and by phone. I want therapy to be comfortable for everyone. At our office, you'll find that we sit around a fireplace in deep, comfortable chairs, look at the problem differently, and offer practical solutions for you to take home and utilize outside of the therapy room. Schedule today and rediscover hope. You can find me on the web at matthewscounseling.net. Matthews with one T. You can contact us through email or phone and find a lot of resources on our website, matthewscounseling.net. Okay, so we are back with Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. Today, we're talking about anal sex. Right. 
And Adam is enjoying <laughs> our episode. Yes. Yes. Yeah, this is not stretching me at all. <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> yeah, so to speak. <laughs> Um, yeah, we we're really not talking about anal sex for men. Right. That's, <laughs> like, and we are not right. going, to. going to. We um, are not going to. Okay. So <laughs> this is this we has never about- happened to us, by the way. This is like we have not devolved this much on it or regressed this much on any other topic. Right. But this one, but it's just so many people. It's uncomfortable. Ha- it's even uncomfortable. For you to talk about. And so many people have asked about it. You know, I feel like it. We it does feel like it needs to be addressed because people, so many people have asked about it. Right. And I think it is a conversation. There's convers- whole books written about that, yeah. too. And it's a yeah. conversation that tends to happen behind closed doors, right, with, with couples, if at all. If, if they have all. the conversation at all, they generally don't yeah. talk about it with their friends. So, I mean, we're, pl- we're, we're going. We're, yeah, that's we're good. Making it, we're and, making it and happen. And we, again, we support the people out there who sure. want it. And enjoy it, and that's you know fabulous. We don't think that there's anything wrong with it, right. uh, but we probably deal with as sex therapists and couples therapists, and maybe our own inhibition, you know, no. <laughs> about people who have more resistance to it. And that's kind of where we want to help you go. Like, let's say one of you really wants to try it, yeah, and the other, and one, the other one is like, no, no, not yeah. interested in trying it. Yeah, how do you begin to navigate that difference? Because that's, I think, one of the things that why it comes up in couples therapy and sex therapy so much is because it's such a big split, right? Yeah. Like it, it's it's even more of a split between that and if one member wants oral sex and the other doesn't want to give it, right? I mean, yeah. it's it's more of a, it seems to be more, people dig it's their heels in. It's a wider difference. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know I had a friend whose partner always wanted to try it and she was just like, no way, no how. This was somebody who, you know, when we were kids together, you know, you never walked in on her in the bathroom. And that door was locked, mm. you know, and just the whole thing was a total no. Yeah. I mean, not going to do it. And I think it became like a point of contention. They had a really relatively great sex life. But he just was enamored with this idea, you know, just let's just try it. And he pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. And I thought, you know, you're ruining something because you, you have a great sex life. She was open. She was playful. She wanted sex. She liked sex. This was just an absolute no. And I think that before you have to have the discussions or before you have the second discussion, let's say that, yeah. you know, if you really get from your partner, this is a clear off limits. I'm never going to want to do it. I mean, they do have a right to say no. Yeah. And I think hounding your partner about something that they've really said no about can be damaging I think to your you, sex life. Yeah, I think you said something that's really key as well. Is you said the second conversation. Like yeah. I think if if you are not having a conversation about the other aspects of sex, mm-hmm. like to to jump into the anal sex request <laughs> is a little you're, you're well you're jumping you're just skipping a bunch of steps. Yes. Right? If you're not talking yes. about the other things that your partner wants, if you're not talking about other things that you need beside yeah. uh, other requests that you have, if that's not already there for you as a couple, it's going to be a more automatic no. Like your partner's not even going to consider it if this is the request right out the gate, if you're not having conversation around other parts of your right. sex life. And I think one thing that I hear from people is one person is pressing for more, more intensity, mm-hmm. more sex. And and sometimes that person is not sort of sensitive to the fact that every conversation turns into, but I want more of something else. Hmm. 
you know, it's like they don't have conversations where they decide things, where they feel settled on things, where there's an exchange of feelings without that person pressuring to go to the next level. Yeah, it's always, it, it's always it may be increasing. anal sex. It, it may be something, you know, wild and crazy, whatever. But they're they're always pushing, and that's the other partner who's usually the sexually avoidant partner or the distancer. Just often feels like it's never enough for that person. You know, they're never satisfied. Mm-hmm. So certainly, if you are the sexual pursuer, you want to convey, you know, this was a great time, and then zip it. You know, you want to yeah. you want to say this was good, and make sure you catch. The moments that are great and your partner knows your satisfaction. Yeah, I think as if you're saying that anal sex is the only way you're going to be satisfied with sex, then everything else is is just a satisfaction and disappointment. Right? right. If it's always this disappointment, we didn't do it. And, you know, you think couples do it routinely. For the record, couples don't do this routinely. Yeah. They really don't. That's fantasy and that's a porn manufactured idea. Mm. You know, yeah, you're going to be disappointed if, you know, this is sort of nirvana I yeah, know so it's it, tough, but... It, it's a tough conversation to have, but if there's enjoyment in other areas of your sex life, it seems like this should be an addition, not mm-hmm. something that's going to bring your sex life to completion or take it to another level or be the thing that's going to actually make it enjoyable. I think th- those those things sound dangerous to me. It, it might be. Those ideas sound dangerous. Yeah, I think it right. might be... I mean, for some people, they want to try it once and they go, woohoo, we did it. Mm-hmm. And... You know, then they decide about it. And if you, I mean, how would you begin that conversation if, let's say, you were the partner who wanted it and your your partner didn't want that? I think one of the things that I think men need to be honest with themselves about, and we've been talking about it a little bit, is is if this is a porn fantasy for them or yes. if it's something that they really want in their sexual relationship. Mm-hmm. If they are if they are starting from the basis, if it's and they've got to be honest about the influence that that porn has had. If it's coming from that place, it's going to be really hard for it to be what they're envisioning, and they're going to. It seems like they're going to be dissatisfied. That's true of sex in general, right? I, I if, mean, I, I think but, one of the problems with porn is right. We are seeing things that are unrealistic, and there is creating sort of an ideal that sex is always just like breathless yeah. and really, really passionate. And mm. and people are always doing these crazy things and they're switching positions and they're, you know, I mean, I, I mean, a lot of people have a very satisfactory sex life. You know, our, the couple that we talked about last who had sex every day, they were actually not swinging from the chandeliers, yeah. you know. They were rolling over in bed in the morning and having sex, yeah. you know, and that – you know, and there was something pleasant and lovely and intimate about that. Mm. But I think porn produces this ideal that yeah. is not attainable, yeah. not in an average life. And, I, you know, I have people who say, but I want our sex to be really passionate every single time. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well, you know, I, I hate to break it to you, but most people have sex that is also ordinary. Yeah. Well, you have to have that, right? You have to have to, that. To be able to have extraordinary sex, you have to have ordinary sex. Right. But they feel so disappointed in yeah. it. It's like, well, I had an orgasm, but that wasn't really what I wanted. I wanted this adventure. And yeah. it's like, I I'm support you. We support you. We're yeah, all about you helping you. Yeah. But not every single time. And I think that anal sex is probably a one-off experience. Mm. And so if you're talking to your partner, maybe you say, you know, I'd like to try it. Yeah. I'd like to try it once. But you're you're you coming from a place resistance. you're coming from a place of reality, not a place of myth and fantasy. Yes, right. Yes. And when you come from a place of reality, 
you know, what are what are some things that you can say? How do you lead into that conversation if it's if it's grounded in in a real mm-hmm. in a real place? So definitely, he needs to say, you know, this is something I'd like to try. How do you feel about it? And let's say she says, you know, I I don't feel good about it. I don't want it. I mean, one thing she could say in order to not shut the conversation down completely is, can you tell me why you want it? Yeah. What do you imagine it would be like? Yeah. And yeah. maybe he also asks her, can you tell me why you don't want it? Yeah. What are the things that come up in your mind that would say, this is something I don't want? Can you tell me those feelings? And really be open to it so it's not a... That's disgusting. I'm never going to do yeah. that kind not, of conversation. You're not shutting your partner down. You're being curious. Both sides are being curious about mm-hmm. each other. And, and that, that's just good communication skill anyway to have. Mm-hmm. But when you're curious about the other person's position, you're going to learn a lot more and you're going to get a lot further, right? And tone is everything, yeah. right? I mean, you have to ask, can you tell me about your feelings against it mm-hmm. and with an open heart, Right. You know, even though you might be very disappointed that your partner doesn't want to do it, an open heart says, I care about you. I care about your reasons. And if they say, you know, ooh, no, it's dirty, you know, you feed it back. You say, mm-hmm. okay, it's dirty. You feel like it would it would literally be dirty. And maybe you feel like it would be Shameful. morally dirty yeah. or, or or some some other kind of dirty yep. that doesn't feel like you. Right. Can you tell me about those feelings? I mean, I think there's such a childhood taboo, right? We've been taught by our parents that that area of the body is literally dirty. Don't touch there. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we come into adulthood knowing that this is this is the area that, you know, dirty things come from. And so there is this childhood taboo about it. And yeah. working past that, you know, could be very difficult to introduce it into the sexual life. Yeah, and I think if, if you get to a, a place where, it's not a hard no, but it's a I don't really think so. It's mm-hmm. something that you can con- possibly continue to talk about. Like one of mm-hmm. the things you could do is just to say, can we keep talking about this? Is right. it something that we can keep we can keep talking about? But not we're not going to do it until but both people pester. agree. Yeah, don't don't keep at it. Like thinking you'll wear that person down. Oh yeah, absolutely. All your good sense about it and how it's really going to be great for them. Trust me, a woman has a right to say no in this. Yeah, absolutely, and she really knows. Whether or not she's going to enjoy it, I mean, she she has a deep sense about it. If she's open and she's more curious, great. But if she's shut down and says no, I mean, I just... But men can ask the question in a good way, Yeah. right? It's not something that you have to necessarily be fearful of or not be able to talk about, but you need to be able to ask in a, in a good way and not make it a demand for your sex life. Yeah, a curious way. Yeah. Okay, talking about anal sex. All right, we're done. We did it. We got we got through it. If we can talk about it, you can talk. You can talk about it. There you go. There you go. Okay, foreplay radio sex therapy with sex therapist Lori Watson and couples therapist Dr. Adam Matthews. Thanks for listening. Hey, help us stay on top here at Foreplay. We'd love it if you would subscribe and share it with your friends, and please take one sec and rate and review us. Thanks so much. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.